Welcome back. Tuesday afternoon, you're listening to the Muster and Hokanui, catching up now with Hilary Copeland and a Bannerment Crookshank Pride right here in Gore. Hilary, good afternoon. How are you, Andy? Yeah, very well, thanks. Well, today, um, it's a bit of a sticky one we're talking about today, but it seems to be something that a lot of people seem to go through more often than not these days. We're talking about relationship property settlements and the likes of importance and contracting out agreements. Now, it's quite a sticky one, this, isn't it? Yeah, and I guess that's why um, I wanted to talk about it today, Andy. Um, I was trying to think of what was relevant, and recently I've had it come across my desk a few times where um, people are not dealing with any of these issues, and ultimately it just causes a lot of stress and emotion, and unfortunately it comes at a financial cost to sort out. So, and of course the reality is, you know, it could be a first-time buyer with a house, but a, a lot of my work is actually, we're dealing with significant farm assets, and I guess I want to say these need to be protected, and they do, but it the other thing is we need certainty. So everyone needs certainty to know what's happening. I suppose another question is too, regarding a de facto relationship, how long do you have to be de facto before this kind of thing comes into the equation regarding assets? Yeah, so that so the first the, the first sort of type of agreement is the contracting out agreement, and that is what you are alluding to there. That's the old-fashioned prenup. Um, and a contracting out agreement, it's called that because you're contracting out of what the law says about relationship property and you're making your own agreement. So in very simple terms, um, the law states that if you've been living together for three years, then all relationship property should be divided equally um, in the event of separation or death. There are some exceptions, um, but yeah, three years is sort of your baseline position in a nutshell. Um, and I guess the key point I'd like to say there, it's not about trying to deprive the other party of something or making an unfair agreement. The key is about providing, as I said before, about providing certainty and protection for both parties going forward. Um, I guess to lead on from that, Andy, is these contracting out agreements, or if you're of the old school, we call it a prenup. Prenup, um, yeah. Um, they can be as straightforward, as complex as you want. And what you need to include depends on what you're trying to achieve. And that depends on what your scenario is. So sometimes couples are just super um, cautious and want to protect pre-relationship assets. But often what we see more and more now is it can be second time around for couples. They've got a blended family. They've got significant, you know, farming assets. Um, that have been in the family for you know generations, all of that kind of stuff, and it's saying right, how do we deal with this? How do we protect, give an element of protection, but while enabling that couple to build a life going forward? I think people get scared of, and I feel like that word prenup is a bit scary, hence why I don't tend to use it now. But um, people get scared that they're being shortchanged, and it's not like more often than not, people that I'm working with, it's like right, I need some protection, but I also need to look at how do I create a future going forward with my new partner or, or whatever that scenario might be. Do you think a lot of people are just a little bit too blasé about this? Like you say, blending families, it's a big step to make for a lot of people and often, often um, assets do come into it if there is a breakdown. So like the old-fashioned prenup, as we call it, the word which is old-fashioned, as you say, um, it's still highly relevant though, isn't it? Yeah, completely. And that's the thing. It's um, and every, Everyone's uh, scenario is different. Like, there's so many different scenarios. 
and it's not a case of um, one size fits all. You know, that, and that's why we say, look, come in, have a chat to us, so what we can figure out where you're at and where you need to be, or where you might need to be. And the other thing in that regard is that often you might, and it's a delicate subject. Of course, no one likes talking about this stuff, but that's why you can blame it on your lawyer. <laughs> um, but you know, it's a snapshot in time right now. So often we have to review and keep them in the back of our mind um, and update them as your situation changes. But yeah, it's a delicate one to broach, but it's a really important one. And I guess that kind of leads on to the next part, which is if your relationship does break down, then you've got an agreement that can set out how things are to be unraveled. Um, so that helps in that situation as well. What's some things for people to keep in mind when approaching this subject? Like you say, it is very delicate. You're like treading on eggshells, but it's one that has to be approached. What's some good pointers you can give to people who are thinking about this? My big advice to anyone, and I guess I probably take this on all aspects of my work, is good communication and transparency. Um, and and again, I guess it's like, okay, let's understand where, we're, where we are at and where we might end up, but where we want to end up, because they can be quite different scenarios. Um, and just have a talk to your legal advisors. The other, I guess, the so that's the, you know, contracting outside. The other thing that I've struck lately, though, is people who have separated and are burying their head in the sand about trying to sort things out, um, host breakdown. And again, um, just get it sorted. Otherwise, it just gets messy and, it, and you need some certainty for the future. And the reality is you're not often in the mental capacity to sit there and have to deal with this in the breakup stage and more often than not it's just all about um, you're actually just you're thinking with the, the sleeve yeah. and not the yeah. head and you just need clear thinking and this is where it just is just paramount I suppose Yeah and I, and I think that's it and I often say to people like I, it's easy for me because it's not my life but there is a common sort of theme um, that people you know that emotion but then you get the clarity and that's where lawyers can help because they can sit you know, keep it quite black and white. Um, obviously, be mindful of the emotional side, but seeing it in black and white, how it, how it, what the law says and, and what it should look like, and working through that with you. So, I guess that's where I think we can add value to assist you getting through that process, working towards the end goal of having signed agreement, whether that's at the beginning of your relationship to contract out, or at the end of a relationship to finalise matters. Um, getting good, clear advice to sort that out is really paramount. Paramount. It is non-judgmental, pra pragmatic thinking as well. That's when a lawyer comes into it too. Yes, and I think that's it. Um, every situation in relationship is unique, so it's important that your the agreement you have reflects that and accurately details your situation. Just finally as well, we'll talk about married couple situations. Um, do you find many people still come in there and do the said paperwork for this kind of thing? Yes. Yep. We, I mean, you, well, we get, I get all types in terms of, you know, it can be a, a young de facto couple, um, married couple, and as I talked to, it can be sizable um, farm assets, young first-time buyers, you know, there's 
yeah, we cover all situations, really. Hilary, if somebody wants to get in touch with Bannerman Crookshank Pride here in Gore and talk about this very relevant subject these days, uh, what's the best way to get in touch with the team? Have a look on our website, um, cplaw.co.nz, and all our team are on there. Hilary Copeland down at Bannerman Crookshank Pride. Always great to have you guys on the muster. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. Hilary Copeland there, Bannerman Crookshank Pride lawyers right here in Gore. Coming up next, Tuesday afternoon, Sandra King.